0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be, you lovely Still City Insider podcast viewers, listeners. I'm one of your hosts here on episode number 67 alongside Mr. Jim Wexel. Jim, how are you today? I'm doing great, except,
1: you know, our guest didn't show up. And I thought for sure he would. That's you know, I, re- I reached out to John Mellencamp. I put it on Facebook that, that I, th- I thought we could get him after last week's 2,000 views. The Fanica and Wolfley, yeah, two thousand views.
0: 2, 000. That didn't
1: seem to impress the Mellencamp camp.
0: <laughs> Man. I mean, Mr. Mellencamp. I mean, do we need to hit five thousand views? What is it? We're, we're well, we want you to come it, on the show. Here, here's the thing. I, I wrote about
1: him. I I put him in my books. I've had to like keep bumping into him, but I've never seen him. And I'm a big rock and roll fanatic, and I've never seen him. I had tickets to him once. He was warming up for the kinks in nineteen eighty one, but I don't watch warm up bands in nineteen eighty one. I'm cruising the lobby in the bars and seeing what's up. I'm twenty-one years old. <laughs> so I come back and I said, How was the warm-up band? And my buddy said, Really, really good. I said, Really? Who was it? He goes, I think he said his name was John Cougar. Now so that was in nineteen eighty one, and I missed him then and I met him in the press box. I gave him a light one time i was like who is this bum with this beautiful woman And then the bum started walking right at me he goes hey you got a light <laughs> i'm like no wonder this bum's with that beautiful woman it's Camp. <laughs> and so i gave him a light and uh so i thought that oh, and plus the 2,000 views last week i thought for sure we could nab have mellencamp he's in town he's in his hotel room why wouldn't he want to talk ball rock and roll and cigarettes we could talk about all those topics here
0: I'll fire one up right now <laughs>
1: <laughs> except we have Ota news we do have actual football news there's a lot of news too
0: we do we have a ton of football content to bring your way and Jim we're gonna jump into it but John mellencamp if you're out there we want you to come on the show this is our our request so maybe episode 60 maybe next week he'll be here Maybe he'll be talking
1: there. ball, talking, rock and roll, talking cigarettes. What else you want, man? We'll
0: even, I'll even roll up a pack on my <laughs> sleeve. Like, like, in the, the you whole day. know, I
1: I, I I, actually texted Randy Bauman, the TV and said, hey, um, give me some advice. I want to get this guy on the Steel City Insider podcast. Yeah. And he's in town. He wrote back, buy up all the cigarettes in town. <laughs>
0: Well, okay, so we know what our objective is between now and next week, but in terms of our objective today, it is the beginning of Steelers Organized Team Activities, OTAs for short, running May 23rd through the June 8th. Jim, you are the insider himself. You've been there. You've got the the scoop from OTAs. What do you have to share with us? Oh, well, what interests you most? Let let, let me let me preface
1: all the stuff I'm going to say by saying I had all this stuff confirmed in the locker room. It'll all be a story form. I think it's got to be notebook form because I talked to so many different people for me to put together one coherent story. And I don't want to save stuff for a story tomorrow. I want to go do the same thing tomorrow. Yeah, go around get a notebook. Who who doesn't love reading juicy notebooks? I do. You know what I mean. Yeah. So that's what I'll have tomorrow. All this stuff that I'm going to say today will be, have been confirmed because we can't report what we see unless it's confirmed in the locker room by players. That's all done, but I'm not going to sit here and go. And I talked to Dan Moore after, and he uh, confirmed all this. I, I'm going to put that in my story, all that.
0: There you go. I, I love so, the strategy. I love the strategy and what better place to start than the signal caller for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Kenny Pickett, you know, a lot of pressure on him heading into season number two. Uh, big year for him to see what type of development he's made from last year until this year. Um, what have you seen from Ken- Kenny? What are you hearing from Kenny? What do you have to share about? Well, old- it's,
1: it's funny you start with Kenny because I allow the mob to go talk to him while I can talk to 52 other players. <laughs> Kenny, you know, he he was asked about all the things that he said on Ben Roethlisberger's show, and he confirmed that, yes, I did say those. So. <laughs> I'll refer you to the Ben Roethlisberger show. As far as what he looked like, I mean, he's, he's Kenny Pickett. He's thicker. He uh, he looks in great shape. I tell you, his, his arm looked good. His arm looked good. How about and his heavier. hands? Any
0: bigger? His hands any bigger?
1: No, but. Um, You asked me the wrong guy. This is the only one. I can't really tell you everything because I had no confirmation.
0: All right. I'm going to jump (laughs) around. No confirmation that, yes, I look good today. I'm going to stick on the offensive side of the football. We'll just jump around uh, with the positional areas. I did see some reports about Jalen Warren, that he's looking a little bit larger. Okay.
1: All right. We all know what the running back situation. Ask me about the offensive line, please. And the defensive line and defensive secondary.
0: Those are all the changes. Positions. All right, we're playing bully ball this year in Pittsburgh. All the additions on the offensive line. Wh- what did you see uh, from the offensive lineman? Okay, Dan Moore. I, first of all, I'm talking to Craig Wolfley. I go, "What do you think?" He goes, "Look at this
1: guy. He is taking this threat seriously." I'm talking about Dan Moore, mm-hmm. he looked like a totally different human mass. Of the mass is all still there, and I made the mistake of asking Dan. He was working first team left tackle in front of Broderick. Broderick was second team. Uh, uh, I asked Dan um, how much weight he lost because he, you know, it's coming down into that the taper, the thin waist. And he said, "I actually gained weight." So I mean, he added muscle and lost fat. And then I said, "He goes, I've never felt better." He goes, "I really worked hard." I go, "I go the the motivation of a first round pick, huh?" And he goes. He didn't, I don't think he really liked that. He said, I've got enough motivation as is and true. He's entering his third year, but he looks, he's becoming a man now. And so that's an example of what competition is going to do for that entire room. Yeah. And so I talked, I talked to James Daniels, you know, what's going to do for the interior. James is the right guard. Mason Cole's the center and um, uh, Isaac mallow is the left guard. He was raving about mallow I said, you know, Jason is it Jason Kelsey? The the Eagles center? Yeah. Yeah. One of the Kelsey boys said it's the smartest guy that he ever played next to, right? Smartest guard and the Steelers got a steal. Kelsey of the Eagles said that. And we have heard things like that about Ciumalo uh that this was this was the free agent guy they got. Yeah. And um uh uh, james daniels said did did kelsey say that i said yeah he goes because i'm noticing that myself i've been hanging with that guy all i do is ask him questions i I think he's getting tired of me asking questions but he's (laughs) he's smart he goes i'm not surprised that his former teammates say that about him but he hadn't heard that so it's pretty cool wow You know these lights keep getting brighter did you never notice that
0: I know you can adjust the the warmth. I
1: do. I keep having to turn them down. I keep getting brighter as we speak. You look good. Maybe, Jim. It's, maybe it's getting all the gases. Uh, so anyway, um, that's your interior. Uh, Kendrick Green was the backup center. Um, Dotson was the backup left guard, and Chooks was the right tackle. Yeah, so, and and Herbig was the backup right guard. Okay. So I talked to all those guys and stuff will be in in the uh, Steel City Insider tomorrow behind the paywall. Um, You know, some of it has to be behind the paywall. This podcast is free. That's why we were able to strike the bonanza of 2000, 2.1, 2.1K
0: that's, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's we're a almost famous. <laughs> I know we're close. I think that's a movie. We're almost famous. The, speaking of almost famous, you talked about some of the changes in body composition for, for Dan Moore shown that he's been putting in the time, putting in the effort. His he's getting leaner, he's getting bigger. It looked like he lost weight, but he's probably just actually adding muscle. What about some of these guys that are on the fringe? You, you, you mentioned Kendrick green playing at backup center. Do you see any growth in his stature or even Kevin Dotson, a guy who seems to be in jeopardy at his position, any any changes you know, in there?
1: All, all, all I can, I'm just going to stick with the guys that stand out. I'm not going to go around and,
0: you know, yeah. monitor
1: their offseason. The guys that stand out stand out. Yeah. Um, Calvin Austin is the last offensive guy that we can go to. But for for one thing, let me just say this about the offensive line. Wolfley was just amazed at the the mass. The more the, the athletes, the number of them. Wolfley, I have a feeling he's gonna write something about this, so he'll get into I didn't, I, I would have quoted him otherwise, but I'm like, oh, he'll probably write about this in a couple of days. But he was just so impressed by the group, and that's what Fannica tried to say to us last week, and that's what James Daniels was agreeing with, just the huge increase in competition is going to make all of them that much better but as alan said offensive line is a fraternity a brotherhood and there's not going to be hurt feelings yeah it's all a, a positive it's not like oh this guy's in now in my competition lane no, it's a, everybody everybody's into it and and daniel said you could tell the enthusiasm upswing it, it, everybody's into this and and so that was one guy that talked about how excited he was for this upcoming ride. And there was a defensive guy that did that. We'll get to later.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I think that's a massive part of any type of sports and just to kind of stray a bit from OTAs when, when you have that intangible fact, um, component of enthusiasm, optimism, excitement, guys buying into team concept into what their goals are. I think that can go a long way. So if you have players talking about that now, I think that bodes well for the season Jim, one player that I wanted to hit on real fast, sticking with that O-line theme here, even though he's not an offensive lineman, the rookie Darnell Washington, the tight end. Is he as as big as everybody said he is?
1: Well, you know, I think everybody was getting a little wrong impression that he would be a a, a 300-pound tackle. He's not that thick. He doesn't have the tree trunks that people were like, oh, I thought he'd be bigger. But, I mean, he's a big man. Don't get me wrong. But he's a tight end. He's going to run patterns. He can run deep. So he's not going to get as really as big as a tackle. So to tell you the truth, on one on uh, one way to answer your question, yes, he's that big. Two, I sit next to people that keep saying, man, I thought he would be bigger after everybody talked about him being a tackle.
0: So mm. okay, I don't really know how to put that. Right. And then you did mention Calvin Austin, yeah. shooter, who was hurt all last season, but there are big things expected from him this year. Well, the
1: big, yeah, I mean, he had a, a, what was that, uh, Liz Frank, Mm -hmm. and so everybody's nervous about that. Some guys don't really recover well, especially speed guys, and uh, he was out there the first day, and so there was no problem with, medically, with them wanting to keep him back like they did with uh, the new middle linebacker, uh, Holcomb.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Holcomb's getting some time off you're not going to hear much about him and why Mark Robinson started at of him is wise because they're easing him in but there was no easing Austin in they even threw a bomb that he didn't catch up to uh, and it was one of the first plays I saw and I asked him about it and he goes oh yeah I think we're going to do a lot of that this year because <laughs> I couldn't catch up to that one but there he's telling me what what they're telling him what they're scheming so he's he's thinking it's He's going to be a guy that's going to go deep a lot, and I I said, you know, everybody asked him how the foot is, and he he's on, he feels great. But I said, did you blow it out? Did you go hundred percent on that deep ball? He goes, no, I'm still, I'm not totally blowing it out yet. Yeah, that's where Calvin Austin stands. But he seemed very enthusiastic and hopeful and excited. Yeah, and from what I saw, and he confirmed, the the team has high hope, high plans for him.
0: Nice. Yeah, a lot of a lot of optimism with his return and it's good to hear that that vertical element, the <laughs> focal point of the offense shifting over there Jimmy. you were talking about the defensive line. Additions of Keanu Benton through the draft this year, De, DeMarvin Leals entering his second season, so a lot of young young dudes on that defensive line that hopefully are going to take that step in development. What did you see from those players?
1: Yeah, uh, DeMarvin Leal, he said call me Marv. So Marv. from now on, Marv. Home alone. When you go up to him at training camp, hey, Marv, you got a minute? He'll be like, oh, cool. He's not calling me DeMarvin. He must be around here for a while.
0: Let me make Says, a note of that. Marv.
1: Make a note. Yeah. All
0: right.
1: So, Marv, I, I see you're playing defensive tackle next to Cam. He, he said, well, it's the first day, you know, Larry Joby. presumably. But I said, uh, are are they blowing your weight up? Uh, they want you a defensive tackle? He goes, no. Same as last year, moving around. I asked him what his weight was. He said 290. I said, Do you want to go up or down? You know, because if he's going to be an edge, he's going to need to lose five. Yeah. If he was going to be a tackle, he needs to gain five. Yeah. And he said, I, I don't know. I'm going to keep doing a- as well as I feel on what I need. But right now he's at a he's at a happy place at 290. And he's a defensive tackle. And the plans are to continue moving him around. And with um uh Keanu Benton. Is a 305-pounder, more of a nose tackle, but still, what, 15 more pounds? And Leal, who played edge last year, Mm. only 15 more pounds, and he's got pass rush explosion. Um, I I said, how many guys are they going to be moving all around? And, you know, he, he grinned like, you know, wait till you see. You know, he was excited. And Cam's that kind of guy, too. Cam was a defensive end in college, a 4-3 defensive end. So, I mean, of course, they play a 3-4 in theory, but not much nose tackle was getting worked on today. So hmm. it's that kind of uh, approach they're using. So it's, you know, two tackles, Leal and Hayward are, I don't even know if Hayward's 300 pounds, probably, but he, he can play end. He can get outside. Leal's better outside, faster. And then you've got TJ wasn't there today, but um, um, Roche filled in and uh, talking about Marcus Golden coming in for a visit. Right? What's yeah? What was on your agenda,
0: right? Yeah, I had that on there. Uh, the The veteran out of Arizona, three seasons with over ten sacks. He came in. And the Steelers obviously need some depth there. Um, that's exciting. Yeah. So that's another guy. So you know, Quincy Roche gets
1: the you get the next man up thing today because he, he's been there like couple weeks longer than the rookie nick herbig and so nick was getting a lot of work too outside but of course alex highsmith but um so uh, that's what we were seeing today more um it, well they were working uh they were working at slot corner
0: yeah oh yeah yeah uh so which <laughs> brings us to yes arthur <laughs> got the axe we, we had a little pre pre-game conversation about Millette before we came on here we'll leave that there but uh San- Sullivan, I'm looking at my notes here, getting some reps at that nickel spot.
1: Right, right. Um, so with a four man front, you get your nickel, uh, you know, five DBs and your your um two inside linebackers. So um Chadron Sullivan, is that right? Or is it Sullivan Chadron? Chandron Sullivan. Okay. I'm going to have trouble with that name for a long time. Number thirty-four. He's uh, he's Terrell Edmonds' uh, number. Chandon Sullivan. Uh, he played with Patrick Peterson at Minnesota. So I, I, I talked to Patrick Peterson. He's the other. He's the defensive guy that's really excited about the ride we have in front of us. And I, I, I'm kind of excited too. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you saw my bet on
0: Facebook. I, I was just going to bring it up. I saw your bet slip there.
1: I mean. I, I'm not predicting in the paper that the Steelers are going to go to the Super Bowl, but their odds are 3,400 to 100 of winning the AFC. So I put 50 to win 1,700. I mean, come on. Hey,
0: I, li- I like your 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 odds.
1: Okay, but I'm I, I'm that I'm I, I, you know I'm not that excited, but I'm I have that enthusiasm. I I like what's happening, and you know, it was bubbling all over Patrick Peterson's face because. I talked to Joey Porter too, and Joey got a lot of first team reps. And he said Patrick allowed him to have those opposite Levi Wallace. Okay. <laughs> and um, so uh I asked Patrick, uh, and he goes, Oh, the coach wants to see this and the Grady wants to see that. And I said, Well, it sounds like you're doing some coaching too. You're you're letting them have your reps. He goes, Man, I've had a million reps in this league. <laughs> I said, But it's your first year here, don't you need he goes i'll be fine but joey joey needed to to get his uh uh i forget the term he uses wings uh with the bigger guys i mean you know instead of covering the rookie receivers as he did at camp and so uh he liked what he saw from joey and that's when he said this is going to be a fun ride yeah i said well when joey when joey gets up to speed and understands things and has the coach's confidence and they want to play him on third down do you bump inside he goes, well, that's very possible. We're talking about it. And he did some of that today
0: mm-hmm. in a
1: different package that I didn't talk to him about. Yeah. So th- that's definitely in the plans, but he did not want to diminish um the um abilities and potential of his former teammate from Minnesota. He he, he didn't rave about him, just said he's a good ball player, six years experience tough physical little guy he said talman always talks to us about big men who can run and little guys who can hit yeah and he said that's this little guy and he is a little guy number 34 um chandon sullivan he's 5 11 189 boy he sure don't look five eleven, but 189 yeah <laughs> so he's he's playing a lot of nickel and patrick believes that he didn't want to. He didn't want to be pulling coaching stuff. But that's how I see it. Uh, yeah. Joey's going to come in for him, and he's going to bump over, especially on pass downs. And and Patrick did say, I said, you still want to go fourteen seasons? And I think this is his thirteenth, right? Yeah. And he said, yeah. I said, man, I I see you doing Woodson things as free safety and and staying here even longer. He goes, season number fourteen will be at safety, and I didn't know if he misspoke. But I have that on my tape. Season fourteen <laughs> will be at safety, and then I'll take it from there. Okay. So, yeah, write that down too, uh, just in it, case. Don't don't report it as news, but keep it in your under your hat.
0: I got it. So I, I got my little still sitting still sitting inside podcast notebook. So it's going in there, along with <laughs> some other gym some wexelisms that are in, it, in that book. So you talk- well, you
1: didn't write down what I said about Arthur Millette, did you? I did I did. That was short. That's, Three that's, words.
0: that's VIP VIP access. If you really <laughs> <do>. <laughs> that's the real insider. We're, we're gonna that to, to I got two more things here. Um, and then, then let's wrap up. And the, the last one I'll say, because I know you're going to love me for asking it. But in uh, speaking of safety, who was running alongside uh, Fitzpatrick? Was it Keanu Neal or was it Demonte Casey?
1: I talked to Keanu Neal and, you know, he he's wearing 31 he appreciated me telling him that there was another linebacker slash strong safety that wore 31 here once 31 oh A guy by the name of donny shell
0: uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> well he was he was just he he didn't know either yeah. and he was oh he was very delighted and I said, is that you? Are you the linebacker safety? Because you know that three safety. Like he goes, Well, I go, you want to be in the strong safety derby. And she's, yeah. And he said he did, he played, he told me he played some free safety today because Minka sat, if not all, a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. Guys
1: like Minka, you know, you you want your you want your new guys getting these reps with team one. Yeah. And so uh, Keanu was getting some free safety. Minka was still practicing, but um the other guy was the strong safety. Yeah. And these kind of things will, can flip every day yeah. or every week. And the coaches didn't tell us what their plans are, but I can give you the initial thinking right now might not mean much later, but I think more so than checking out everybody's weight gain. I want to see what the coaches are doing with them. First of all, yeah. this first day might, I mean, Hey, I don't know. Broderick Jones might be getting the second week, but, all I can say is Dan Moore looked really good today. Doesn't look like he's going to give that position up real easily. So it's going to be great competition and everybody will benefit. And same as uh, what uh, uh, Shandon Sullivan is doing. Why am I having such a hard time with that name? I was calling him
0: Shandron. I thought there was an R in there.
1: Well, see, I look at his name. They have last name
0: first. And I'm wondering if his first name
1: Sullivan. It's a guy with two last names. So I'm
0: confused. Hey, maybe that's his nickname, Two Last Names. Like in general. <laughs> so, Remember the days of the general, Jim, back in the day when this thing first started? Well, we'll find some new nicknames. Hey, so speaking, you're going to love me for closing a show on this because you 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 often love when I go this direction. But I figure this is a good way to, to wrap this up being we're, we're coming up here on 30 minutes. But I got to ask, how's my boy Presley Harvin looking?
1: Uh, I didn't. I, I looked at him. He walked past me. I can't say I noticed any difference. Okay. So if you want me to say he looks fat, I, I didn't see, I didn't see a belly. I mean, he's a stocky putter. Yeah. But I, I saw no change, nothing really noteworthy. And that's a really weird question.
0: Well, hey, <laughs> Why? What, hey. what are you looking for? <laughs> I was just, maybe was he booming some punts? You know, was he being a little bit more consistent in his practice? Uh, Something a glimmer of hope well, that they
1: gets. brought in some real competition this year,
0: didn't they? He did, and I can't remember the Braden name. Mann. Okay.
1: Braden Mann. He's they signed in free agency. Uh he's he's a four he's got four years of experience.
0: Yeah.
1: Doesn't say here he where he played before. And I apologize. I should know these facts. I'm it's just start of a new season. i took last week off.
0: Yeah, and now, and uh, now I'm
1: ready. I'm ready to write. I'm going to go to John Mellencamp tonight, okay? And I'm going to sit in the fourth row. And when he looks at me, I'm going to tell him how disappointed I am for missing the podcast.
0: Yeah. Are Jack and Diane going with you? No, no. Did, did you see but, I did that?
1: Yeah, I saw. It. It's really cool. But, I, I, you know, Pursuta, I want to get Pursuita on uh, with him uh, on our show. Mike Pursuta went last night. And I turned on DVE and he was he said it's a horrible, horrible show. Mm. He didn't like the movie clips at the beginning, so anyone going tonight, skip the first 35 minutes. In lieu of a warm-up band, he shows old movie clips. Martin Brando, James Dean, Paul Newman, things like that. For I don't know why, set a tone. But I, at least I know, so I'm gonna go late. And the set list looks great. I think Mike was mad because of the parking garage. He told me about a parking garage. The one in the 6th Street parking garage is a mess inside.
0: So that's another tip for viewers. Got it. I think
1: people are people are starting to turn their their show off. So we better wrap.
0: Yeah, we came full circle there. We started with Camp, We ended with Camp, and that's going to do it for episode 67. It's the Kimo Von Ohlhofen episode. We will be back here next week with more coverage from the OTAs from the insider himself. Mr. Jim Wexel, you can check out Jim's work at the Still City Insider. Give him a follow on Twitter at Jim Wexel. You can check out my work at duststillstudy.com Give me a follow at Still Study, and we will see you back here next week for episode number 68. Jim, have a great week. You too, Jeremy.